Okay, hello, welcome to the first proper episode of Everyday Connection, the pod. My name is Alicia and I am the founder of Everyday Connection and the host of this podcast, which sounds so weird to say. Um, But today I just kind of wanted to share about my journey and the things that I've been through, um, I guess, because when you listen to these episodes, you if you know about me and my story and my journey and what I've been through I guess you'll have a deeper understanding of like my point of view and where I'm coming from and I just hope that you know you can relate to my story in some way or you know maybe it will help you or help you help a friend who's going through something um similar or yeah just know that you're not alone and I know my story is pretty unique and it, it's not a horrible life story and but I think that it's important to be vulnerable and share that side of ourselves because if we can't do that and we can't be proud of our story and where we've come from then how do we be proud of who we are because every moment in our life whether it be good or bad has led to where we are now and it has made me the person that I am and I'm super proud of who I am and how far I've come and how much I've grown and how much I continue to show up for the people around me and myself even though you know life hasn't always been easy and I think that is like a testament to people's character if that they are going through a hard time but they can put their stuff aside for you and still show up for you when you need them to I think that is a quality that's very rare um, in this day and age because we just get like so caught up in our own little things and we forget that, you know, other people are going through a hard time too. So we can't always expect so much of other people when, you know, they maybe can't give that to us and that's okay. Um, So, yeah, that's that's my little rant about that. Um, But basically... Um, my parents had me really young. My mum was 17. My dad was 19. Um, so that, you know, they were fairly young. They were still growing up when they had me and obviously I was, wasn't planned. Um, but I had a really good childhood, um, when my parents were together and then they separated when I was eight, which is pretty normal. You know, when you're young and your parents break up, you always, like, it feels so hard at the time. And Obviously, it is a hard thing seeing your family break up, but I guess it's also very normal now. Um, Yeah, and then as I got older, um, my – I don't even know how to say this because families are so tricky and I feel like if either of them heard this, they may not be happy. But at the end of the day, this is my story and this is how I experienced it and it may be different to how they see it but that's my life and it's my story it's my journey and nobody can tell me that what I went through was wrong because it's what I went through um so when I was around 10 I think I was 10 um I went to school one day and so I went to I went to my dad's house every second weekend and that weekend my dad said he couldn't have me because he was busy so mum was like okay no worries like I just stayed with mum that weekend and 
I, yeah, I went to school one day and my friend was like, oh, Alicia, congratulations. And I was like, thanks, what for? And she was like, oh, your dad got married on the weekend. And I was like, what? Um, and I just remember like running to the bathroom, crying my eyes out because like I didn't know my dad was getting married. I didn't even know that he had a girlfriend. Um, and like the fact that I guess I wasn't invited to the wedding, I didn't get to be part of it. That was really hard for me at the time. And my mom is a bit of a hothead and she's very protective. So her defense mechanism was to get angry. And I can appreciate that. Like I know when I have kids, I'll definitely be protective over them too. Um, so yeah, that kind of started a bit of like drama between my parents and yeah, then we didn't really see my dad at all. Um, once my grandma passed away. So my dad's mom and we, uh, so I lived in Sydney at the time, sorry. But, um, then when I was around 12 or 13, we moved to the Gold Coast. And so that was all great. Moved to the Gold Coast. It was really hard at first. I didn't have any friends. And I remember the first few weeks of school, I literally ate my lunch in the toilet because no one would talk to me. And I was just so sad and I like didn't know how to fit in and make new friends. But eventually I found my place and I love the Gold Coast. Um, yeah. So then in high school, mom remarried and at first her husband was lovely. Um, but as I got older, it became quite an unsafe environment. I'm not going to go into details about that just because I'm really close to my stepsisters and I have a younger brother or two younger brothers. Um, and I feel like a lot of it isn't my story to tell. So for me, I didn't feel safe in my home, in my home. So I left, um, and I couch surfed for a little bit. I stayed at a friend's house for a few weeks and yeah, this was, uh, just after uni when I started to couch surf. Um, and then one day my cousin found out and he came and picked me up and I moved in with my cousins um, until I got a place of my own with my best friend. Um, that was really hard because my mum didn't understand why I left. She thought that I left because I didn't want to do the dishes and I didn't want to help around the house when I literally was always helping around the house. I paid board. I was working all the time. I was studying. Like I felt like um, I contributed to the house a lot and I did a lot for my family and she, yeah, I guess it, it started a lot of tension between us and we didn't talk for a long time. Um, and since then me and my mum have had a very complicated relationship. So we go through big phases of like speaking and not speaking and um, it's like really big highs and big lows like when we're close it's amazing she's my best friend she's the person I want to tell everything to and when we fight it's like I'm so scared of this person and I don't know I'm so, I feel like with both my parents actually I I kind of walk on eggshells around them because I'm so afraid if I say or do the wrong thing that I'm going to I'm going to either get hurt, I'm going to get yelled at, I'm going to 
be abandoned. I'm going to be cut off. I'm going to lose my family. So it's really tricky um, navigating that relationship. And I guess I, I am planning to do an episode on navigating challenging family relationships soon. So we'll get more into that. But um, yeah, so me and my mum have always had a complicated relationship. And then my dad, so when we moved to the Gold Coast, we didn't hear from my dad at all. So my dad, I didn't talk to him for around, I want to say 10 to 12 years. And when I was around 22 or 23, um, I talked to an old friend from Sydney and I said, you know, like, I'd love to speak to my dad, blah, blah, blah. And then she was like, oh, okay, well, like, I still see him sometimes, so maybe I can do something and I was like cool um yeah and then I remember this day so clearly so I was on the tram home from uni on the Gold Coast um catching the tram and I got a phone call from an unknown number and I picked it up and I didn't think anything of it and um he was like hey Alicia it's your dad and I, I was like, what? He's like, it's your dad. Like, your friend told me you wanted to talk to me. So I thought, and she gave me your number. So I thought I'd call you. And I was like, just so shocked. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, and I, and I didn't really know what to say because obviously I wasn't expecting it. I didn't know that she was going to pass on my number. I didn't know that my dad would actually call me. Um, but he did. And we talked for a little bit and I remember hanging up the phone and that was the day I had my first panic attack. Um, I was like hyperventilating on the tram. I start like I couldn't stop crying. I literally didn't know what to do. I felt like I couldn't breathe. I, yeah, I <laughs> rode the whole tram back to Broad Beach just like in this full state of panic, like my hands were shaking. They were numb. I I couldn't see, I didn't, I didn't know what to do with myself. Um, and that for me was kind of like a trigger for my anxiety and depression. I'm not like, that's not the cause like my dad isn't the cause of my anxiety and depression. I think it was a big buildup of a lot of things that happened before in my life. And that was just like the final straw that set it off. And I was like, holy crap. Like I, yeah, after that, I feel like I just became a whole different person. I was so anxious about everything all the time and I was so sad. I really, really struggled to like leave the house and get out of bed in the morning and I was just so sad because even though that should be a happy thing, like your dad coming back into your life and calling you and like making sure you're okay, it was like 12 years of no contact and then all of a sudden he's like hey Alicia um it's your dad and I'm like I don't even know who you are um you know like you're kind of like a stranger to me um so yeah after that me and my dad like we spoke a little bit on and off and like he would call me but it would just be so awkward like we didn't know how to talk to each other and we're just so different that our conversations were really awkward and 
yeah, he then he would like block me and not talk to me and then he would talk to me again and then block me again and it was just like this vicious cycle. Um, and all this time like I was going through a lot of anxiety and depression like I said before and it was really hard because for me I guess like my whole life when my dad left and like my mom in our relationship I feel like I've never experienced like unconditional love like I know that my parents love me and they don't know how to show it and they don't understand me and they don't know how to be a parent to me and that's okay I get that but for me their love has always seemed conditional like I will love you if you act the the way that I want you to act or if you do the right thing and you say the right things and you don't you don't disappoint me or you know like you don't go against what I have to say like that's how their love has always felt to me like there's always been conditions on it. And so for me in my life, I feel like I never experienced unconditional love except when I was a kid. Um, and that's a really hard thing that I've only realized in the last year because like when I started dating and <clears throat> uh, putting myself out there more, I guess, I realized that like I – obviously have a lot of abandonment issues um and that stems from that unconditional love not being present in my life and me feeling like if I don't do the right thing or say the right thing then people are going to leave because in my life there's only very few people who have been a constant part of it and like yes, everyone comes into your life for a reason or a season. And that's the greatest advice I could give anybody as a reminder, but it is really hard to know that your parents, the people that love you the most or are supposed to love you the most have caused the most damage to you in your life. And I'm not saying that all my problems are their fault, because I know now that, you know, I'm a, I'm a grown woman. I'm 27 years old. I can do whatever I want. And the thing is I've worked really hard on myself. I have seen a therapist since I was like eight years old and I still see one now. And like, I've, I've put all these measures in place in my life to know that I can show up for myself and I can show up for the people around me and still be a good person well I try to be a good person um but yeah so that that's my family life (laughs) um there's a lot more details and it's so complex and I like I obviously over episodes go into more detail sometimes about things um but that's like a brief overview of my childhood and how I've experienced the last 27 years of my life um since then um I maybe not so back to my anxiety and depression um because I feel like that part of my story is something that a lot of people can relate to um and if you are going through a hard time 
please know that you're not alone. And also just like reach out for help, which sounds so easy, um, but it is the hardest thing possible to do. So when I was going through a really hard time, I didn't really share that with many people. And I think when I was at my lowest, like I was in a very dark place and I don't think many people knew about it. Um, but the hardest part for me was going to the doctors and I tried to get on a mental health plan. Like I I did get on a mental health plan, but I remember going into the doctor and she was like, okay, like how can I help you? And I literally just like burst into tears. I, and I couldn't stop crying the whole appointment. Sorry. Um, yeah, I, I just couldn't stop crying and she was like, okay, well, I know what to do now. Um, let's fill out these forms. And I got a mental health plan to see a psych, which I hadn't seen for a few years. Um, so that helped and, (laughs) but it didn't help me enough. Um, I guess talking to someone every three weeks for an hour isn't going to solve all your problems straight away um and I'm lucky for me that I did see a psychologist during primary school and high school so it wasn't very intimidating and it felt really natural to talk to somebody about it and I'm lucky that I just I found such a good psych straight away um and she I still see her now she's the best um but I know that it isn't always easy to find that person that you gel with and like finding a psychologist that's right for you is really hard. Um, so if you are trying to find a psychologist for yourself and you've been through a couple and you're like, I'm just not gelling with these people, that's okay. Just keep going, keep um, trying because I promise it will help. Um, so yeah, I went back to the doctor after a few months and I was like, Hey, look, um, I'm still feeling like shit. (laughs) Um, so I started on antidepressants and I was on them for about a year, I think. And they really helped me and they may not help everyone. And I'm not recommending that everybody go on antidepressants, but for me, they were really big help until I started to feel numb. And then I, I just like, I'm a very emotional person. (laughs) no surprise um yeah so I just constantly felt like I needed to cry and I couldn't cry and I couldn't get it out and I didn't know why and I just I felt like I couldn't feel anything like things were happening around me and like they should be making me happy or they should be making me sad or they just should make me feel something and I felt nothing at all um so then I started to stop taking them and yeah, I felt heaps better and I still got really anxious sometimes, but I never had a panic attack ever again. Um, I haven't had a panic attack for the last two years and I used to have them. There was a stage where I used to have them at least every day or three times a week. Um, now I can't even remember the last time I had one, which is amazing. Um, yeah. And then maybe I came off the pill actually around two years ago maybe a bit longer and once I came off the pill it was like I was like a whole different person like I I could regulate my emotions so much better 
I like I rarely get anxious and if it is anxious it's like a normal anxious feeling it's not like overwhelming anxiety um and like I cry sure but like every little thing used to make me cry and or like everything would affect me and I I don't know if that is just from the pill or that's just like all my hard work has paid off but it was around that time when I started to notice like a big difference in myself and um now I moved to Sydney in January um one of the main reasons was because my dad lived here and he asked me to move here and I thought why not um I love Sydney I grew up here um and like I wanted that opportunity to have a really good relationship with my dad and I'd broken up with my ex from of seven years um and I moved here and I'm honestly the happiest I've ever been in my life and I know that's because of a, a combination of things and I know it's because I've worked really hard on myself and I obviously still have bad days but there is so much light at the end of the tunnel and I know now how strong I am and how much I'm capable of and I know what I need and I know how to communicate my needs most of the time (laughs) my one of my best friends may say differently um but yeah that's kind of my story and that's I I kind of wanted to share a piece of myself because I guess um people's stories matter and my goal in this podcast is to share people's stories and for you to feel like your story is important because we are all important yes we're like a tiny speck in the whole universe but like our stories matter and if you if you can see that yes you may have been through hard times and you may have gone through things that maybe none of your friends have or you know people that people may not even know about. There's things that I've been through that I've never told anybody. But if you cannot focus on like what's happened to you and acknowledge that, okay, this is part of my story and this makes me who I am and I'm proud of who I am. I'm proud of how far I've come. I'm proud of how much I've grown. Then that will give you your power back. Because at the end of the day, the only thing you can control is you and your reaction to things and how you see yourself and the things that you do in this world and how you show up for people and how you show up for yourself every day. They're the only things that you can control. So we can't focus on things that have happened in the past and things other people do because we can't control those things. Things have already happened. We can't go back in time and fix them. The only thing we can do is move forward and keep going and keep pushing and keep making our dreams happen and keep living our life for us. Um, so, yeah, that I'm going to end it there because I feel like I'm getting really excited. <laughs> um, but thank you so much for listening. I am going to get some friends on this podcast and we're going to have some really cool conversations. Um, but if you um, have any questions or you have anything that you want us to talk about, just message me on Instagram. 
Um, if you ever want to have a chat, message me. I'm always up for a good chat. Um, and yeah, just remember how loved and worthy you are. Maybe it's not by your family. Maybe it's not by your friends or, you know, the people who are supposed to love you, but there are so many people in this world that love you and you're so worthy of that love that you give to everybody else. And, um, I hope you always remember that how loved and worthy you are. And I hope you guys have the best day. I hope you've liked this first episode. Um, yeah, don't forget to like and subscribe. Um, but I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.